0: Hey guys, it's Penji and it's Andriana and, and you're, you're listening, listening to Fudge the, the World. Hey guys and welcome to our second episode of Fudge the World. As you guys know, I'm Penji and I'm Andriana and today's theme for the episode is going to be racism. Right. We do know that
1: um, under racism, like, there are many categories of like prejudice and like different things. But today we're just gonna do a general overview and just talk about our own experiences
0: and just our own opinions and views on this matter. And I just wanna say quickly before we introduce our co-host that I don't have experience because as we all know, I am I'm I'm Caucasian, I'm white, so I have no experience from racism. So this episode will mostly be Andriana and our co-host, Sofia, who is Andriana's sister, who have experienced unfortunately of course racism. Hi
2: I'm Sophia.
0: So let's get started.
1: All right so dear white people it's time to get uncomfortable. I already know from the time I said white people you guys are stressing yourselves but let's talk about it racism. Let's discuss and let's have an open conversation about this and I feel like everyone needs to stop getting comfortable with this like issue and this term because the moment someone says racism everyone just looks the other way like no I don't no. know what that is I'm I'm not I'm not a part of this like it's not obviously racism is a bad thing but being woke and knowing that racism exists and like that people you know have experienced it is not a bad thing it's you need to know that it it's a thing in our society and it is a thing and it's not going to go away by you just choosing to ignore it or just looking the other way just because you're white or not black or not of a minority
2: yeah and i feel as if People acknowledging racism and acknowledging how much privilege they have because of their color or how much they lack privilege because of their color um, is important to actually being woke about the topic. You can't pretend like racism doesn't exist um, because it's not going to go away. You just have to, you have to realize that it does exist and you have to and talk about choosing
1: it. To, and by choosing to not acknowledge racism, it shows how much of a privilege you have. that yeah. You've never even... This, this, like, this topic, topic has and never the even crossed your mind to like even begin thinking about it. You know?
2: Okay, so as you guys know, if you know us personally, or if you literally if you go to our school, you will know because Anjana and I are the only what you would consider black kids. We're not even black; we're mixed race kids. But because in Cyprus, um, there isn't that many black people and people of color in general. Um, people in Cyprus and. I don't blame you, but you will all categorize anyone with a darker skin color as black. Yeah. And we're not black. We're mixed race. Um, There's nothing wrong with being black. Yeah, like, But that isn't what we are. Um, but I feel like just because we are um, mixed race and have been considered black for such a long time, we never really got that opportunity as kids to have that like whole innocent, I don't know what racism is, part, part of our of life. That, yeah. Like we used to, I mean, we've traveled to a lot of places and we've lived to in a lot of places. So we've been in airports like like countless every of times month. all the time. Like we've, you know, it's we've, we've done airport, that yeah. a lot. And you know, you're in an airport and you already know from like three or four years old, like from the time you know your surroundings and everything, that people are looking at you differently because of your race. And
1: I remember and okay, so for those of you that don't know us, we are half Cypriot and half Zimbabwean. Zimbabwe is a country in Africa, for those of you that don't know. But anyways, and our mom is white and our dad is black. And I remember when we were younger, like in Zimbabwe, when we used to go to the supermarket and we used to be with mommy, right? We used to be with her mom and I would always, I would hate it going with her mom, right? Because we were, we were mixed race. So obviously we're, we're not white, we're not black, but we're like, we're light black. I don't know. Yeah. So we know we're near white. So I, I hated going because all the white people would stare at me, especially when I was with her mom and they would stare at me like... Who is this girl? Why? Why is this white lady walking with her? Like, mm. is there, she, she's probably adopted or something? And, I'm just and like, we'd
2: have, we'd feel the need from like being really young to <laughs> like audibly say, "Oh, mum, yeah. can we get this and so this?" So people, people don't think she's like kidnapping us yeah, or something. So people... It's not like anyone said anything. We just felt the need to make sure that everyone. Yeah. knew we are a family. In yeah. fact, like that this is, is my and the... This is my mother. You know, and... and that is the reason why she's with us.
1: <laughs> like, it's not. No, but it's true, though. Like, I would feel so awkward. And I'm like, what is happening?
2: I feel like there's a huge contrast, especially um, with teachers and just people who are older in general. When you start to have this conversation about race, um, be it a topic in class or you just bring it up in a conversation. A lot of older people will always introduce this topic with this sense of, you probably don't know what I'm going to be talking about and you probably don't understand the depth of the situation when they talk about racism. Like, you probably haven't experienced this. Yes, we have. We've been experiencing it since the day we were born. Literally. Like, you you know? (laughs) And they address it to the entire class. I know that white people won't experience racism as much as black people will and maybe they don't Experience realize how all, much because it they is. won't. yeah but you still know it exists and i we're i'm f- 14 turning 15 and Ajana's 15 turning 16 and it's not like we're at an age where you, most children won't know what racism is and won't really understand the depth of the problem and the situation you know that's going on yeah
1: like you know half of your class shouts racial slurs it's not
2: it's not like mm. they know what they're doing
1: and the thing is and the fact that um, people and the fact that the teacher thinks that a class is never engaged in it and like yeah. or doesn't know what racism is shows that
2: how I don't know she just how unaware like everyone people is. Are.
1: Yeah, and like maybe just people just choose not to acknowledge it. I don't know what which one of the two it is. Maybe it's just both, because it's it's crazy for like teachers to think that. Okay, I understand maybe like children of ten years old. Obviously, you wouldn't think they would be racist because like that's sad. Why would why would a ten year old of doesn't matter what race, why would they have the need to be racist to someone else? That's really not okay. But at such an age... Oh, Even if you had a
2: oh, like white class of kids that was fully white, so yeah. we went in that class, you would still expect that these children know about racism and not just know about the surface level. They know the deep, deep history deep of racism. racism. They know how bad it is. So I feel like teachers should stop introducing the topic in their lessons so lightly and so like tiptoeing into it as if they as if the kids don't understand what's going on. Yeah. They know what's going on and they've probably talked about it hundreds of times because someone's called them out for saying something wrong. Or I mean they've got social media. They can see all the, all the things that's what that is going has, yeah. on in the world.
1: I feel like the worst part for me is in history when we were when um we were learning about slavery. It was so such a scary time, honestly. Because you would go into the class and like the teacher would be teaching his lesson, you know, doing his thing. And then someone would say, um, would have a question. So they put their hand up and you would get so scared that they would say something so out of pocket, so Mm. out of context, out of hand. And people don't know that what they're saying is racist because they don't know. Like, if you're if you're black, every single thing that someone says, you you pick up on it because you know what racist what it and looks you like and what it sounds like and the things that people say you know what racist things you are you don't even
2: want to be that person that keeps saying oh you know that's racist oh you know that's racist it's not good for you and the other person and the conversation no one's going to be want to be friends with you if everything you say is about
1: race regarding race or like oh you you know, that's racist, just bringing that's up racist.
2: racism all the time but it's it's a problem when everyone else is being racist if everyone is racist i will i will call out someone and say
1: you're at racing. some like, point you know? at some point i will say that because it's getting out of hand mm. and the fact that i made so uncomfortable in a class like the fact that i made so uncomfortable in a class when this when this is the topic or even in greek when like you might oh, say yeah. something like black people or white people black or white people and then everyone just has the need to look at me. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone
2: looks at you. And it's. I find it so funny that people here, we're the black people. We're the dark people from Africa in the jungle. It's like, it's so funny because in Zim, we weren't considered black. We were too white for the, the black, black people, people. But we were too black Black for, for the white but people. But we would still be considered okay with the white people. They would yeah. welcome us into their and groups. The
1: only time I first realized I was... Black in air quotes, like so to say, was this year when we moved to Cyprus. What happened was, I'm still in a group chat with some of my friends from Zimbabwe, and we were talking about um, like a topic of about race. and I said to someone, to this mixed boy, mis- mixed race boy, he's like he's fairly fairly light, so you wouldn't like even near black. But um, I said to him, You can't say that. We said something about the N word, I think. And I said to him, Why would you let someone say that? It's, a, it's like your history and they're disrespecting you and all of this. And he's like, what do you mean my history? And I said to him, aren't you black? And he laughed and he was like, no. What do you mean am I black? I'm mixed race. And then that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, actually. Yeah, in for so much
2: of our lives, lives, we considered ourselves mixed race. That yeah. was everything. And, every and the mothers who came here,
1: it was not mixed race. It was not colored. It wasn't, it was black. Like, that's it. It doesn't matter how much. You could, say, you could be a quarter black. And you're automatically black. You
2: like as long as you look
1: like it, you you're black. You're black. And it doesn't matter. Whereas in Zimbabwe, because there's so many black people, right? So there's obviously different shades of black and different um shades, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just like different shades of black. So they would be you'd have like black, dark skinned people, then you would have black people that are light, lighter, like light skinned people, what are still fully black, but they're just lighter. Yes. And then you would have Colored people and just for context, colored people are mixed race people, that is what they are called. In in Africa and in Zimbabwe and South Africa and like those areas, that's what mixed race people are called. So just we're not like being racist or anything, because I know um when I said when I said colored when I first came to Cyprus, my friend looked at me like, Oh my god, what are you saying? Because they most yeah. of them are American and they're like, Girl, shush, what are you saying? That is not okay. You can't be saying these things. But yeah, so colored, we mean mixed race. And then you, so you, like, as a mixed race person, as a colored person, if I said I was black, the black people would be like, what? No, you aren't. And the white people would be like, even the white people would be like, no, you're not black. You're mixed race. Like, mixed race was a race. It mm. was like colored was a race. Whereas the moment you leave Africa and you go to Europe or you go somewhere else. That isn't Africa.
2: as, um, it doesn't have a, as many, as many black people yeah. for it to be, for you to not just be categorized as black and left there, you know? It's just, you end up just becoming, you're just black and that's it. You, there's no variation to what you actually are. Um, I find it really interesting now that we've moved to compare the racism that we endured in Zimbabwe to the racism that we have now here in Cyprus um, because it's really different. And it was a bit like internalized racism in Zimbabwe. Yeah, it was Cyprus very racism much.
1: It's is like they will outwardly, out, outwardly, outwardly shout slurs at you or like just say things to offend you you know whereas yeah. in
2: Zimbabwe in Zimbabwe was behind the scenes sort of story it was like you can't be in an interracial relationship nobody said it but nobody would act it upon it nobody rule, would do that you know? and the few people that did do it like they'd,
1: they do the tons of friends that they lost or like all the parents would be like no don't hang out with her she's dating a black guy Da, da, da. you know like a whole story and everyone it would be like this should be the most normal thing ever yeah. We live in this society. And Zimbabwe is a country, obviously the majority of people are black. But in the society that we grew up points, in and all these yeah. other
2: kids at our school grew up in, it was a very mixed community. It yeah. was it was 50-50 and nobody really judged each other uh, because of their skin colour, um, regarding how much money they have, their education, or anything like that. Because, because I mean we all went to the same school, so and it wasn't just about school, it was to just knowing that if you could live in the areas that we lived. Or if you were going to the same movie theater that the other kids were going to, even though that sounds very um, posh, posh, not posh, just like snobby. snobby. It was just the mentality that, I mean, you're going around where we are going. So you obviously of our status, I don't care if you're black or white. I know that you're good enough to hang out with. But I would, as a white person, let's say, I would never date you if you're a black guy. Yeah.
1: So there was like this, I'm not racist. I'm comfortable with you. But if you want to date me, no, that's not um, happening. That's not happening. So I'm not racist, but I kind of, but, am. but I kind of am. But we don't talk about that because it's good enough that I'm friends with you. It was such a confusing, upside upside down mentality, mentality. vibe thing. Because even, even in school, like you could see how we would, we would group, we would group each other at break time, especially. Black people would be with the black people. or the black girls would be the black girls. White girls would be the, with the white girls. And then the boys would just all go together. Because yeah, they, I, I don't, don't know, know boys how, just how that... The, yeah. <laughs> the boys would just go all together, chill, have fun. And it's not like because we had something against the, the white girls or the white girls had something, something against, against black, black people girls. or just the Indian people or just anyone in general. It was, it was more
2: about... Um, the black people could talk about their black struggles together and they would understand each other. Mm. And the white people usually, or at least from our experience, they just never wanted to talk about struggle in general. And And it's not like the black kids would always be talking about that. They had other things that they were talking about most of the time. It was just easier to communicate with people who understand you. Because if you're going to be talking about something that's happening at home, I don't know, a situation that happened, it doesn't have to be like, I don't know, a huge deal, but just something that you found funny that happened the other day. Um, if you were to start your story off in a way that, I don't know, the white kids wouldn't understand, it would just throw off the whole story and you just don't have the time and energy to have to be explaining how things work in your house. Because to them, if you were to explain
1: like the story to them and it didn't fit their white house standards, they'd be like, oh, it's because she's black or, oh, it's because she's like, it was just so much effort to try and word everything perfectly and say the perfect things just so that you're not regarded as lesser. They wouldn't see you as okay. They wouldn't obviously see you as my like master and slave mentality. It wasn't like that, but this thing of they—it was always underlying. It was mm. there. It
2: was always there. So since we moved to Cyprus and we went to school, <laughs> it's just been so like eye opening. I think to see that now everyone wants to be black here. I feel like it's every time every country you move to, the minority all of a sudden becomes the. The, the thing cool. that people want yeah. to be. I don't know why, but in Zim, everyone wanted to be white because that was considered, you know, best, I guess. Yeah. And then here, it's become, is it a trend? I really I don't, don't know understand. If it's because
1: people are becoming work or just people or streetwear, then black are like um, inspired or. I don't Maybe, know what's happening. Yeah. Everyone just wants to be black. It's the weirdest thing
2: ever. And. It's mostly about people saying the N-word, and I don't think people want to be black. I feel like people just want to say the N-word. Yeah. So they start, you know, start like, saying, oh, well, I'm not technically white. I'm from this and this other country. So I'm a type of, per- type of person yeah. of color. So I guess I can say the N-word. You can't say the N-word because you're not black.
1: So, and people's excuse is always like, yeah, well, people in my country suffered slavery. I, like, good, I don't know what you want me to do with that information. That's, slavery
2: that's, it's not, the I'm not same. slavery because... is not
1: a good thing in any happening to anyone. It could be happening to white people, it can happen to black people, it can happen to any minority, or just any group of people in general, and it's still gonna be a bad thing. But under no circumstance that Greek people were enslaved by Turkish people. But under mm. no circumstance does it give Greek people the right to say the N word. It doesn't matter. You were yeah, enslaved. Slavery
2: doesn't equate to saying the N word. Thank you. It's a different circumstance. It's a different It doesn't thing. matter where you're from. You
1: could People oh my goodness people at our school there's like some people that are from Africa but not southern Africa like northern Africa so it's more they like more um much lighter obviously some of them are like actually white because they're not from like really northern northern Africa and stuff like and like um muslim countries and arab countries so yeah and there was this thing where everyone was just like yeah he can say the n word he's from Africa and you know you just kind of just get tired and of explaining to people that you know what no you can't because you're not you're not black and always everyone just like everyone always has this thing against white people like white people can't say the n-word and then think everyone every other minority can it's not white people can't say the n-word if you're not black you can't say it that's the way it works it doesn't matter you doesn't
2: matter what you are you could be indian you could be Absolutely Uh, anything that isn't black and you are still out of the equation of saying that. No,
1: you're not allowed to say it. It's just the way it works. And everyone so badly wants this right to say it. If you were allowed to say it, no one would be saying it. That's the thing. If you would be allowed to say it, they'd be like, oh, okay. It's just a word. I don't care. Whereas, first of all, it's not just a word. So stop treating it like it's just a word. And people always want this... By all means, if you want the right to say the N word, take my skin, color, color, and I dare you walk out onto the street and see how people treat you. See how much you like it to.
2: Yeah, if uh, you want to say the N word, you have to take the whole package because people will say, "Oh, yeah, well, I mean, okay, someone was racist towards you. I don't know, five days and five and five years, let's say, spread across those five years, and maybe it isn't that big a deal." if you see it that way, but it's not just about people being outwardly racist towards you and making you feel smaller than everyone else. It's more about, you know, I go to the beach, I don't know, three out of the seven days of the week in summer. And every single time I go, everyone, and I mean, everyone is staring at you and you know why, but you know, you just have to continue living your life and you do that. And you do try to just continue living your life, but it's still annoying not being able to just be and exist somewhere without yeah. having eyes on you, and sometimes you wonder: Is it my skin color, or is something wrong? Am I like, am yeah, I so wearing something wrong, yeah, Is you something? Just wrong? You know. So it's not just about people actually being racist; it's more about living, especially in Cyprus, because it's it's not a country that has a lot of black people. It's just living in a place where you are automatically assumed less than.
1: So even though kids would stick to their assigned, in air quotes group like like friend group at break time or after school hanging out session i don't know right there was always this underlying feeling and wanting to be white not like in in um what's it called in like skin color obviously because that can't happen but in the things you did and the things you said so white wasn't a skin color in zimbabwe it was more of a a way of living a, a way of living and a way of acting and what you did
2: um we didn't have this thing of if you're white you're educated because we all went to the same school so we couldn't so obviously everyone people weren't was really yeah people weren't prejudiced against you for your amount of knowledge or anything like that it was more about the way you would act in school or what restaurants you went to what you know that's what area you lived in um we all lived in the high class areas of the country anyway but we were still categorized further to um the lower high class yeah um and it was sort of a thing of oh she's got this and this type of school bag and it wasn't like that school bag was expensive it was the fact that because in zimbabwe we didn't have malls and um shopping centers like we do here, you couldn't just go to the mall and buy the specific bag. Um, You would have to go to a different country to get it. And it was this whole long line of like mental thinking to be like, oh, okay, she's got this school bag, which means that she has the money to buy a ticket to go to this other country, to go to that specific shop. Um, So therefore she is rich, therefore she is white.
1: Even though, even if you weren't, because there was this thinking behind like the mentality and the things that you did you were considered white in air quotes
2: so everyone wanted to be that and we did too we would we everyone we, tried their hardest to be to as white be as possible. possible to bring their little in the crackers and the lunchbox
1: oh my God. and the and the rice cakes like what not like we loved hanging out with our black friends and conversing with them and just frequenting and just being together yeah. because we
2: love them we love being black and you, nobody wants to be white in skin color from our black friends. We, but we do. But everyone did want to be considered as white. They wanted to be have the privilege that white people had. And to have that privilege, you had to show that you were white in some sense. So you would dress like the white kids or you would um, eat the same food. Even, even though you loved your
1: style you loved the food you ate and not like there was anything wrong with the food you ate the food you ate would probably be the most normal thing like just the sandwich with cheese but because Jessica I'm not I'm just giving an example now but just because Jessica would bring rice cakes and um, cereal bars you would want to bring that too so that they can see that you know I'm bringing the same thing as Jessica so she must so we should hang out with her too because she's
0: she's like one of us now you know so guys, hi. Um, I haven't spoken in a while because my friends were just sharing their experiences. But I just wanted to add a little part to this episode. As a white person, I can safely say that I've never been discriminated against ever. Um, I've never felt like I'm being oppressed. I, I've never felt like this. But seeing your friends and just hearing their experiences your friends of color who are being discriminated against, it hurts your soul because you know that you can say whatever you want. You can make the best arguments in the world, but most likely you're not going to change the mind of a racist person, Mm -hmm. especially if it's from a white person.
1: So Penelope, I definitely agree with you. Like when you say that people... Won't listen, or you can't change someone's mind. Because in Zimbabwe, like, no one was ever racist to say slurs. So you you would never have, you never had this experience to know what to say back. Mm. But the moment you've come to Cyprus, people found it so normal to say these things, especially in my, in my history class. For those of you who know, I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> if this, had this if you've had this experience. You've been at the history class, you know what goes down. And like, the stuff people say, and they say it so openly and so with such ease, you know. And you wonder what audacity some people have. Like, are you just uneducated? Are you stupid? Do you not care? I think they're just think, ignorant. Yeah, it's And everything. don't care. And they're just like, yeah, well, it's just a joke. Why do you act like this? And after after people say, and what, someone, we were in history once, and someone was like, wanted to fill up the their water bottle. And someone else was like, because we have water fountains in school. So someone was like, can you take mine as well? And can someone else was like, can you take mine as well? So someone was like, take take three bottles to um, fill them up. And then he, and then the, the guy that was going to fill out the water bottles goes, hey, how many am I going to take? And someone was just like, just give them to Andriana. She'll take them. Good night. Goodbye.
0: I, I don't. <laughs> I fell from the... <laughs> I also remember this one time. Andriana was telling me how she had her hand up in class and she was sitting next to this guy. And the teacher went and... Uh, like spoke h- to you first or helped you first and i remember Andriana said this to me the guy said no don't go to the black girl first come to me first oh, oh my god. god when i tell you guys i'm not a violent person <laughs> Yeah. but when people say stuff like that you kind of just want to throw yourself off a cliff because the, what kind of audacity do you and have And the thing is the fact that
1: these the people that say these things they don't realize the impact they have on you and in that moment, you don't even know how to react. Yeah. I, I didn't even know how to react. I just looked at them like, what? Like, you have the audacity to say that to me. And it's so belittling. It's so, it's um disrespectful. And um, when you look down on someone, it's, what's the degrading? word? Degrading. It's degrading. You know, you, you literally want the earth to swallow you whole. You want to disappear out of thin air. It is the most horrible thing ever that could ever happen to you. And in the moment when these things happen, you don't even feel any sort of sadness. You feel a mix of emotions. It's just frustration and annoyance and helplessness because there's no one in the same situation or there's no one there to help you and stand up for you because everyone is like, oh, that was awkward. Let's look away now and just keep quiet, you know? And it's really annoying because the more you try to stand up for yourself and the more things you say and you call that person out, you just get stereotyped as that angry. person angry black girl or oh the angry black person or all people all black people are angry and loud and make noise and just are you know very feisty in general which is not true it only happens because you are you say things that are way out of line and no one has the need to correct you so when I correct you because no one has ever done that in the in your life you you suddenly get taken aback and say oh my god this you're so rude all all black people are angry and upset and feisty and I don't know what. So let's take make it a lesson that the things you guys say and the shit you guys say literally and I know half of you guys say these things without thinking, but they real they have a real impact on people. You you really hurt people and it's not okay. And you guys need to learn and become woke.
0: Okay guys, this is the end of our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you wanna email us, don't hesitate. As you know, our email is fudgetheworldpodcast at gmail.com.
1: If you would like to DM us on Instagram and give us some more ideas on what to talk about or just comment on our episode,
0: feel free to do so. Our Instagram is fudge the world podcast. Thank you to Sophia for being here and sharing. No problem. I enjoyed it. Thank you guys. Thank you and goodbye.